Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast where we uh review what's the name of the show? We, we own this city. city. And it's your boy Be Easy. And your boy Kane. And we got a guest in the building. Guest from Carolina Sports Talk. One half of Carolina Sports Talk. My man High Star. What's up, High Star? What's going on, man? I appreciate the illustrious introduction yeah <laughs> I, I was telling you on the phone earlier man i feel like i feel like i'm gonna be pat bev or the uh, crux media today oh, yeah, man pat over. beverly and just here in the studio enjoying my time here while i'm in the metro just don't um cause a ruckus like pat beverly yeah did, yeah exactly exactly yeah so uh part four that's what we're here to talk about um we get a piece of that uh Paper towel right there. Yo, too. could I ask you something real quick though, Doug? Uh huh. Were you at Churchill Downs or something yesterday, bruh? Nah, I was at a Kentucky Derby at a wedding. Okay, <laughs> I seen you post, man, with yeah. your cigar. Yeah, shout out to my homeboy Tron. He had a uh, had a cigar like truck out there, or whatever. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, got y'all make sure when y'all record shows and shit, don't be chewing gum. Yeah, it's, uh, it's bad etiquette. Bad, yeah, you was in here doing that. Angela, yeah. you be trying to warn y'all. She be telling people. Yeah, yeah. So part four of uh, We Own This City. First off, I, since you the guest high star, how did you enjoy part four? Well, so part four is kind of rounding stuff out for me. I would say around like part two to three, I it clicked for me like, Oh, this is based on the true story. Then I got I got family in Baltimore, so they actually told me like when I asked them if they catching the show, they like, no, this really happened up here. Mm-hmm. So part four is a continuation of me actualizing, like, you know what I mean? It, it's all it's all falling in the in the place for me. Word. To give y'all credit, like on episode one and episode one recap, like y'all boys knew the names already. Y'all kind of was on it as far as like how they enter in the docket, the the number of like oh, the yeah. case, and then go to it and jump to it. I was confused if I'm gonna be real. Yeah, it just it it took a look, you know a little bit in the episode to see what they were doing, and once you like actually watch it, you'll see. Oh, okay, this is what they're doing or whatever. So right, yeah, how we picked up on that, like the days. It is kind of if you if you're not really watching it, paying attention, um, it can like throw you off like the back and forth from this time to that time and right all the that, different so. years and jumping around and mm-hmm. stuff like that because they do a lot of jumping around like i told you a little bit earlier me personally i consider this the freddie gray episode mm-hmm. so that's what it stands out to me and why i watched it so much mm-hmm. or whatever like that what about you kane how you enjoy uh part four um i definitely enjoyed it but kind of like like what you're saying about it being the freddie gray uh episode i wasn't never really privy to that that case that incident like I know, you know, he got killed while he was in custody, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I never really dug into it and followed it as as much as probably I did, like you know, other cases, like like how it was uh, what what the guy was that got got, got choked out behind a loose cigarette. Um, Eric Garner, Eric Garner, Garner. Mm-hmm. and then uh, I think I followed Mike Brown a lot because that was like kind of one of the first ones, yeah. police wise, that mm-hmm. was like national news. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, people talk about uh. What's my man in it with the hoodie? Trayvon. Trayvon, Martin. but you know he even got killed by a cop. Right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Bro, I'm saying, yeah. but that was like the first yeah, one that was throwing the coverage. But but yeah, Mike Brown was yeah. the one I probably. So as it started happening and we started seeing it more and more, by the time we got to Freddie Gray, it's kind of like that. Like when you say that, when people like, especially like you know, people that's against the Black Lives Matter talk or whatever, mm-hmm. I always it, I always say to them, "Well, name me five 
since you know so much about it, name me five people that got killed by police. Mm-hmm. And if they say Trayvon Martin, I say you don't know what you're talking about. Like right. we don't need to have this discussion because yeah. you didn't get killed by police. But yeah, that is that Mike Brown. I was I was on Twitter when like people was trying to tweet like talking about it, like because mm-hmm. I, I I was following people that like from that area. Right. And it was like, yo, this crazy, whatever, whatever. Like he's still in the on the she been in the street for an hour and a half, whatever, whatever. Like. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I didn't know what they were talking about. Then, like, pictures start coming out. Then the mm-hmm. national news picked up or whatever. So, yeah, so, that, so, that was so one of the first ones. When I saw that one, I was in deep on that. I was like, damn, they really did that. Mm-hmm. I, and then, you know, not knowing them, I was like, man, I, I know they're going to fire them and they're going to go to the cops going to jail. And then mm-hmm. they didn't. So I'm like, damn. And then I think the next one might have been um, Walter Scott, probably. Yeah, well, and, you know, I, was, I was in Charleston when that happened. You know what I'm saying? I think that might have been the next one. Either him or um, tra- uh, what's the little boy's name? Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice, yeah. Tamir Rice, yeah. I, I think Walter happened before. Because I think it went Mike. It was just crazy, right? Tamir, Walter, and then Buddy. And then Sterling. Alton Sterling. That's the guy that was in the car with his girl and his baby, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That was um, Philando. Philando. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Alton but, Sterling was the guy down in like New Orleans. He was in front right. of the store with the CDs. The CDs. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and we still ain't even talking about uh, the guy that got choked up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eric Garner. So, I'm just, so yeah. like by the George time. Floyd, yeah. George Yeah, but that was more oh, recent. Did. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying by the time this one happened, I was kind of, I ain't going to say sensitized to it, but it's like. Yeah. Desensitized. Yeah, desensitized. Yeah. So, yeah. so when they brought it up in the show. Cause you you can kind of tell in episode one that it's kind of around that time frame. I was gonna get to right. that time frame, but like you said, they dug a little deep into it and mm-hmm. saw why the the city was or how it was and why the police started policing or less policing the way they started doing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that, that was a thing though. They had they had said though they was like um, the police would uh not police or whatever. Like they wouldn't they basically wouldn't do their jobs. So on paper it looked like crime was going down, but really. And it was funny Because you probably had Half of them Really weren't doing their jobs Because they were just like Fuck it Like They always fucking with us anyway And the other half Was really just like Shit I really ain't trying to damn You know get charges Pressed with me Because I'm policing And somebody got hurt That's a cop That's a cop out Definitely a cop out That's a cop out Definitely a cop out Yeah But I'm saying half. It's probably half and half though Like some really Would just really like Fuck this shit and the other half was like, man, you know, I, I be beating motherfuckers' ass, so I ain't got time for them to, I yeah. had to come uh, investigate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, 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 that's some shit. They they act like they got to whip ass to damn be a police and shit. You ain't got to whip ass to be a police. I will say this. Every episode I watch make me more and more not like police. Like police, bro. Yeah. I and, can't stand them up. And and, and when one of my closest friends, his pops is, you know, the sheriff at home. My, my boy, you know, Mike Key and Quez, they pops uh, Mike Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, he is the sheriff's deputy. He ain't the actual sheriff, is it? No, he's sheriff deputy. Yeah, deputy. but I'm, I'm just saying, like he's been a cop like our whole life. You know what I'm saying? So anytime I think about bad cops, I can always at least think of him as a good cop. I be thinking that too, but then I be like, man, they do so much shit underhanded, and mm-hmm. the good, the quote unquote good cops be knowing that shit. Tell you just as bad. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, so. like you know that, like if you if like say like the shit that happened um, with Mike Brown with all the, whatever, if you don't stand up, be like, well, no, I ain't I ain't with this shit or whatever. You silent, you know what I'm saying? You like complicit with it, like I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with yeah, it. Man, one of my one of my homeboys, he police. And I seen the motherfuckers one time, man. I was going to uh, deliver to this uh, Mexican restaurant. I was in down Lake City, and um, about five of the motherfuckers flying past me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, where all these damn sheriffs going or whatever? Them bandits. <laughs> them motherfuckers <laughs> pull into the. They flying through down the highway. They going, going to the restaurant. Lunch, going to the same restaurant. <laughs> oh. 
it, it, it ended up in time to see motherfuckers that just had their lights on just because of traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Little shit like that. And then, yeah. like, you always hear stories growing up for, like, your older cousins or some some people even first uh, first point account can tell you, wait, cops plant something on me. Right. He, he put that shit in my car. Right. And then, re- really, people was like, man, you lying. You had that shit. Like, no, like, a cop really did put that shit. I don't do yeah. drugs. Mm-hmm. And just watching this shit just make me be like... Well, I, I hope I don't never get pulled over no time. So. Yeah, and then, bro. like, if you get on their bad side, they just got the the liberty or the leverage to be able to wild out and change your whole life or whatever. Yep. But, like, with their deeds, like, something as small as putting on their lights to get to a Mexican restaurant, it's like... Well, they didn't put on their lights. Now, they were just flying through the city. You know how, like, you know how compound interest is with, like, as far as, like, getting money and stuff? Yeah. That's kind of what, what happens with them, like... It might start off with small little stuff small like little that. Shit. Yeah. Then next thing you know, like you said, they keep they got you got an ounce of coke on you, and then you stop this person, and like like even in in the show, you know, just to get out of something because you didn't jammed yourself up. Mm-hmm. Now just to get out of something, I need a a, a weapon or I need some drugs oh, to go mm-hmm. ahead and just drop real quick. Or if I get a big bust, and, and I know it's a, a buck fifty in here, we're gonna take fifty of it and just report a buck. It, it ain't it, ain't, and it's like. It's not even like he probably would he he probably wouldn't even got in trouble um for any one of those instances. They probably would you know, he might would have got reprimanded or whatever, but he mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have lost a job or nothing like that. But he still ruined at least two people's lives in the episode doing that shit. Not like even um I guess we'll get into it. Cause yeah, my man with the car, was that episode five or episode four? With the what? What with they, the Impala. That, I was about to say they got killed in the Impala. No, no, he didn't get killed in the Impala. Remember episode walked ep- down on him? No, no. What, remember episode one? The son was in there with him. Oh no, 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 no. Episode one, it was a Suda was talking to a guy right, and outside. He, he had complimented his car. He complimented his car. Oh, okay. then on a later episode, they stopped him in his car, and something happened with his car. I can't remember if that was episode oh, four, nah, or episode nah, five. That was, I think that was five. That was five. Okay, it, well, it, we won't get into that, but yeah, that was even five. even even that little thing basically mm-hmm. ruined that guy's life. Not even that. Remember when he they uh they took the bread out my man's closet and then his plug came back and killed him. Yeah, that, that yeah blood blood was on is on their hands. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, absolutely. But the crazy thing is, the Impalas been popping up on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the A same. Couple that times. Was, that was only that was only the one car. That's Mm-mm. the same car. So nah, nah, buddy, buddy had one from um the the wire. Remember, remember the tall dude with the, with the dreads? Uh, remember what his name was Lurch? No, that wasn't the Impala. You he, was sure? he was driving a Cadillac. But in yeah, episode thought, four, sure. he was driving a brown oh. Cadillac. In episode four, they did do the high speed chase, and they, like the Camry or whatever ended up hitting Impala that killed. I mean, we gonna get into no. That wasn't that wasn't the ninety six though. That was okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that wasn't the ninety six Impala. The new ones, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, we start episode four with Wayne. He's um, and this was April nineteenth, twenty ten, um, and they pull over a guy, um, that walked to his car with a book bag, um, well they wanted to pull over a guy that walked to the car with his book bag, but they jumped out on him. They had a plain clothes, so he took off, um, and this is the and he had in the car with him the Asian guy from earlier that he trained, um, and so they have a, a high speed chase, and the guy wrecks. Um, the guy said he didn't know they were cops. And that's what, like you said, they hit an elderly black couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like the man was dead because he wasn't moving. Um, and initially, the guy that they were chasing, he was in a black Acura. Um, that car was clean. And so that's when Wayne calls his, calls his sergeant. Um, and when he, But 
everybody there was like looking at Wayne kind of crazy. I noticed mm-hmm. that. Like it was like, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was basically in the wrong. And he told him, he was like, yeah, anybody, you know what I'm saying, this time of day, that age, a guy walking around with a book bag, he doing yeah. something dirty. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but go ahead. You're lucky he was, like, he was about to say something. Because I'm a, I'm a, it's going to be a recurring thing that I bring up, but mm-hmm. the way this nigga drive, anytime he be driving, bruh, whether, I mean, you know, you, you'll show, they'll see sometimes where he got like a little Mike's hard lemonade or something. Oh, he, he always do be drinking. But, he, but also just how reckless he drives. Yeah. That shit, like if you know, you've been to Baltimore and stuff. Them them streets ain't that Dang, that no, wide and all of that stuff. And bro, he be flying, uh-huh. bro. Uh-huh. Whatever, it's a police work to be done. Oh, mm-hmm. you remember? I think it was late in that episode. Remember he was driving the van, the like, van, like, and the, and the, the, the family the van. Lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ryan Gwen that is telling this story to Erica Jensen and um Siraki, and Gwen is the Asian guy. That we met earlier in the season. Um, yeah. Who, who? It's like episode two, I think. Episode two that Wayne was training. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells him that Wayne was worried because a narcotics offense isn't a situation where they can initiate a high speed chase. So basically, right. if it was a drug chase or whatever, he was in the wrong. Right. Exactly. Either way, he was in the wrong. Um, you know, I, I heard a, I heard that there's something in the law that they say. Once you reach certain speeds, you can't. Pol- police supposed to, yeah. to stop. But that's only yeah. certain states. Oh, I, 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 I didn't know if it was true. I was going to ask you, yeah, uh, y'all, either states. one of y'all had heard that. Because I just, matter of fact, because now you're putting the other Samaritans in, in right. danger. Civilians. Civilians, Civilians, Civilians yeah. yeah. Niggas say Samaritans. They, they are Samaritans. They Samaritans, some of them. No, they ain't. They just, <laughs> they all niggas ain't You don't know their character. That's exactly. what I'm saying. <laughs> well, really, I ain't going to get technical. But Samaritans, well, anyway. Damn bandits. I am going to get technical. A Samaritan was basically a person that lived in Samaria. Talk about it, brother. It yeah. is Sunday. So the good Samaritan was basically a person, a Samaritan that helped out like a Jew or something like right. that. Right. So that's one when of the, the term, ops. Yeah, one of, he basically helped out an op. So he was basically saying be a good. Yeah. So anyway, so it's a, <laughs> anyway, civilian nigga. <laughs> we know what you meant though. I know what I meant too, goddammit. What is that? A can, is that a Cainism? What we had called that on your show? It's Cainism. Cainism. Yeah. yeah, that was a Cainism. Uh, we got plenty. We got to start writing these shits down. You do. You do. Um, on the dog, put that on a t shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, so then we go back to the uh, to to the story that he's telling, um, and that's when Wayne Sergeant plants something in the car, um, and then so they had searched the car and they couldn't find nothing several times, and so he tells Suda to go find it. And Suda goes and find it. He finds it under the seat, like no plain sight, like crazy, like, like yeah. they ain't been looking at it all day. Yeah, and he don't, and you can tell Suda really don't think nothing of it. He green, he, yeah, he yeah, and he, you know what I'm saying. Um, so then we go to March 14, 2017, um, and that's when we're in an interview with FBI agents and another one of the um, guys that was arrested by um, one of the arrested GTTF detectives. Um, his name is Detective Ward. Um, they asked him about an incident. Um, they called it the Umar Burley incident from 2020. I mean, from 2010. Um, but he tells them that he wasn't there with them for that. Um, but he says he was wrong with what he was involved in, and he was involved in some bad things. He said he knew it was wrong at the time, and he knows it now, and he knows it now. He says he's sorry for real. Um, and he tells them that he joined Jenkins in 2015 on the SES squad. And he said uh, Suda told him basically to learn what he could from him, yeah. And then get out um, Because Jenkins was involved In some crazy shit mm-hmm. And he said um, That the brass would protect Jenkins Basically the um, 
you know, the high ups yeah. to mm-hmm. protect Jenkins, but they wouldn't sub- protect the, uh, any, any of his subordinates. Um, and he tells them a story about uh, Bellevue Towers. Um, BT. And how they, uh, you know that place? Is it nah. still up? Oh, they, uh, they did call even, it BT. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I only got a reference from the thing. But, um, yeah, he tells the story about how they uh, robbed Bellevue Quick question. At Bellevue Towers. Quick question. I was having this argument last night in the wire. Uh-huh. The couch, was that in the towers or was that in the, the project? That was in the pit. In the, in the in the brick projects, right? Yeah, but they call okay. it a pit. Okay, we 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 was hard. But see, they, but see, they they blew up the towers. But I was, but we was arguing about the couch, just where it was. Yeah. So what what did you say? I thought it was in the towers. Oh, you thought it was in the towers. Um, shout shout out to Mel. Mel oh, was saying Mel. it was. But in see, the, you can't argue with Mel because Mel just watched it. Yeah. Yeah, she just watched it. But yeah, it was in the pit. But see, the towers they they tore down the towers, so, yeah. um, and they really didn't show the towers too much. Um, most of that, like that level of stuff, happened in the pit. But anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they, he tells the story about how they robbed some drug dealers. Um, say he gives them five five thousand dollars a piece. Um, but uh, this guy, his name is Maurice Maurice Ward. He puts the money back because uh, he was scared. Um. He said he was uncomfortable taking that amount and said he initially took it because Wayne was his sergeant. But he also tells them about how um, they would go to the strip club, and how he robbed, how he how they went to the strip club and how he robbed one of the strippers. And she, she was a midget. She's a midget. That shit yeah. was wild, bro. Very. Um, Ward said he only had heard about his arrest numbers before he joined SES, but he ain't heard nothing about like his other reputation, him stealing and doing all that yeah. wild shit. And it looked like around that time, like the strip club scene, like behind the blue wall, certain shit, they're like, all right, this might be a part of the gig. Like, you know what I mean? Taking money from drug dealers, this and that. Uh-huh. But they, they like, and they was in the car with him and he was driving. And what, he drinking? Of course. Yeah. And, and then he was speeding. Like I said, he, he's a madman behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. So when he was driving, though, and they, they in the car and he said what he did. They like really was disgusted at that nigga, like bro. Yeah, the dude like, in the back was like, "Yo, that's fucked up." Yeah, yeah, like that really crossed the line for them to be able to speak up, whether you my superior or not, mm-hmm. and be like, "Bro, you out here wilding, bro." The scene with the drug dealers was that wait, wait, where they where he robbed the drug dealers in the towers. That was the scene where he made them block the camera. Exactly, yeah. he made them pull yeah. up the charger or whatever like that. Well, he wasn't really blocking the camera. He was really like blocking the view of, of, the, of the dudes they sat on the curb. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But he, he to explain it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he blocked the view. Yeah, cause yeah, cause that might sound a little. It sound different if you say it like that. Yeah. So he told him to pull the car up because it would block the camera's view from him. What he was doing in the back of the guy's car. And basically, he took. Um, did he take the drugs out of the car too? I, I think, know he took I think the bread. bread. I think it was mainly bread that he took. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like. That whole shit of a probable cause. So, nigga, walk. First of all, the the uh, impersonating a federal agent, but on some DMX shit. But the whole anytime a cop could say like, "Yo, I think I smell marijuana in the air" or mm-hmm. something like that, and in a place like Baltimore or DC and stuff like that, like you liable to smell that shit anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like, half the time they don't even smell it. They just they just say that because exactly. they want to search the car. Like exactly. half the time they don't even. 
You spend, like, like you say, that's that compound power. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What, what Denzel say on training day? Oh, the fuck we can't. We the police. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, but a lot of y'all niggas that be driving and smoking, y'all cars do be smelling like weed. And, and you, you don't realize it. Like, I stopped smoking the the last day of last year. Mm-hmm. And, like, I done been shopping and stuff like that since last year, of course. So all of my new wardrobe and shit that I got in my closet or even my new car that I got, like, I don't let nobody smoke in that bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke in it, of course. If I was smoking back in the day, it's a new car. And I would have probably been, like, you know, smoking on the road or something mm-hmm. and then try to let the windows down and be that like, yo, it still smell like a new car. And it's like, nah, nope. nigga, your nose is a smoker's nose. Yeah. <laughs> I smell that shit. Like, I, I, the, the car passed me. I looked down in the car. They weren't smoking. And when they got in front of me, and I had my windows up, and I could smell it mm. in the truck. Bro, I, so. I always wonder why people even ride like that. Like, like if you get pulled over, if you hot box in the car, drive my business, like like a lot of people I know do, and you pull it pulled over when the cop walk up to the car, you roll the window down, like you gonna smell it. Yeah. Shit, the damn smoke gonna come out and all. Like I just never understood like why you just can't wait till you get home. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it either. You know what I'm saying? Like wild. I stopped going to certain clubs because they allow people to smoke in. Cause I I got a beard. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be smelling that shit. The next day I don't yeah. wash my beard four or five times. Yep. Back then I was wearing coochie clothes. You got to take that shit to the cleaners, the modernizer. <laughs> 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 I used to be wild, especially in the Berg. I, I used to, I used to wild out, man. Mm. You riding around little ass Orangeburg, like it's a big city or something, and, and mm-hmm. doing crazy shit, smoking. Mm-hmm. Like, at mm-hmm. any given time, public safety could be like, "Yo, yeah, go ahead, and, get out the car." And, and, and that's the crazy thing about Orangeburg; they don't got like, like Orangeburg City police. They got public safety. Yeah, like this shit is almost like not even. The same as like regular like city cops like Dalton City Police. Yeah, they they kind of got like like a different whole set of rules and shit. Like they, they still enforce the same laws, but it's kind of like how they operate yeah. is is a little different. Yeah, you know. So I used to hate public safety. Um, so we get go to Wayne Jenkins and he's uh it's ten fourteen twelve and um this is the GTT GTTF crew and they're conducting a search um gun trace task force of the car. Other guy from episode one that Suda talked to. Suda was trying to um, get information about the uh, killing, but the guy really wouldn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he was he complimented his car. Um, and Jenkins pulls up to show um, that he's just become a sergeant. Um, the nigga get out and do the Roger Rabbit. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but it, it looked like something that motherfucker like in his yeah position. Would yeah, do. I think I think he said it. Wayne Jenkins Day motherfuckers. No swag. No yeah. swag. Yeah. <laughs> Have a Jenkins Day motherfuckers. So he leaves them. Um, and then he pulls up on some other officers. He was drink, and this was another thing. He was pull up flying, drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was his lieutenant, lieutenant. And he seemed surprised that he uh, earned his stripes. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to say on the Y all the time. You earn your stripes, so he became a sergeant. But he was like, "Damn, they gave you stripes!" Like, yeah. So, um, so then we flash back to the present, and we see Suda. He's sitting in on a jury selection. Um, and he sees a couple of jurors get get, um. Stricken from the jury selection because, um, basically, because they didn't uh, uh, like, like police. Like, yeah, yeah, they saying, didn't trust like police. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and um, one of them was a guy who I think is the father of the kid from episode one or two who got beat by the police and the had the, um, stitches. Yeah, I think that was okay. his forehead. Yeah, yeah, I think that was his father. He told a story and he was like, "Nah, I can't. I don't trust their word or whatever." Um, then also in this, in we go to another scene in the present. 
in this uh, still, and she's talking with uh, one of her partners. His name is Gibson. And he tells her about a list of officers that was formed. Uh, that was, it was a formal list of officers. And the list also had all of their infractions and, and complaints. And not only did it, not only that, it combined sworn officers that committed perjury, but they were still on the street. And basically, if they are, the people that they arrested, if it went to court, um, no, hold on. Oh, right. He said their arrests never get to get to court if the uh, PC or evidence required them to testify. Mm-hmm. So if they had to go on the stand, yeah, they those arrests wouldn't go to court. So um, that just show how bad they were, and basically how they lied on the stand. Like they couldn't really mm-hmm. be trusted. They really shouldn't have had their jobs. But the crazy part about this shit is that it's not a show. This was real life. Like this yeah. was real life badass cops. Yeah. And you remember some of the first people that went national to talk about dirty cops was like NWA and the boys out of Cali. Like, and you yeah, know, they went national. Yeah, yeah, they went national. So, you know, a lot of us on, on the East Coast at the time probably were thinking like that just happened in, you know, because they gang bang yeah. over there. Yeah. That just happened over there. Yeah. But, but now, I don't, but see, I don't know if it's like that because we way younger. So, in, that came out in like 87, 88, 89 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, we ain't really had no, no dealings with police. No, I get, I get that. I'm just saying like, they were saying it back then, but I think I think to me in my mind in mid mid nineties when I was old enough to understand what they was doing, I just thought that was just what they was going through over there in Cali because y'all game bang. But that's what I'm saying. In your mind, you was a young, you was young, so people older like their age probably had to deal with cop. Like even even as we got older, when I was like 15, 16, 17, I was old enough to drive. Mm-hmm. Like the white boys, they used to hang out in their car at Piggly Wiggly. Nah, not that Piggly Wiggly. They used to hang out by um, Domino's, where the old Domino's used to be at. Mm. Or whatever. Well, I don't know. Domino's still might be there. It's still there. But the black people, we used to try to, we used to park our cars by the, um, by the car wash, and they would never make them leave. They would always come and fuck with us and make us leave, whatever. Mm. And they'd try to say the owner, whatever this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? So they would always fuck with us, but they would never fuck with them. So we we felt it at that age, but that still was after the NWA and. You know what I'm saying? The nine, you know what I'm saying? That part of the nineties or whatever. But I think a lot of that stuff we didn't have to, we didn't actually go through it at the same time because we were so young and you know what I'm saying, we was just green to it. But I'm sure mm-hmm. on the East Coast it was people around the same age it was like, Yeah, that shit do be happening. Uh, especially black people. especially mm-hmm. in like major cities or whatever. I think it's just the age thing. All right, Kane, after that um that California rolling stop situation, which uh, you say you, your sister was in the car with you, I think. Back home The California roller What they call that A California roller A California stop No it's called a rolling stop Oh okay I don't know where I get the state from (laughs) But The story That you had told about that Like after that Did you have a different view Like Of the fuzz Like No at at that time Because I really didn't think I I really knew I did something wrong Like I didn't know I didn't know that the stop sign was there Or had been put up there Right But once he said it Damn, I was like, damn, well, I, I did do something wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it was, it was a little while after that. I'm, I mean, to be honest, but I, I kind of avoided police for a long time, really until I got grown. Um, my first arrest was at 22. When you say avoided, you mean you just ain't had no dealings with them? Yeah, like I, I never got caught doing Ran that. Into, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. um, you know, I was all about sports in high, in high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I was school, practice, home, school, practice, home. And, you know, like, get a little, there's a thousand with little bitches in there. Yeah. But when I got grown, 22, I... I cursed so in Virginia Beach, it's against it's a fine for cursing. Mm-hmm. I my homeboy got done fighting in the club. He got kicked out. 
You, the cops seemed like he was a new cop on the force. He still had that buzz cut, and he looking at me crazy. I'm drunk. I said, "What the fuck you looking at?" That motherfucker rushed me. That motherfucker. I, that was my, the time your hat, your hat was in the, the gutter. gutter. Yeah. yeah, and that's the first time. And then, so when I got out the next day, you know, they, they give you all your belongings, like your uh, your belt, your shoestrings, and all that, in you know, like a um, Manila folder. Your hat was in there. No, the hat, the hat was in the gutter. <laughs> but they had took. I had like hundred forty dollars on me when they arrested me. Oh, they took your cash. They took my money. That, that's mm. when I, I was like. These niggas really be doing this mm, shit. That's uh, like, and I don't I don't remember what episode it was, but when homie got the equity from his crib. Oh yeah, and they're like, man. Oh no, I don't believe money, that. I don't believe that. What? I don't that believe that was it. no equity from his crib. But but still, regardless, like if you just if you run down on me, if if it's that, if it's even if it's I think in this, it might be this episode of episode five where they ran down. Not nah, this episode when they ran down on my man toward the end of the episode even. And um, grab his bread Like just getting your shit taken And then I was talking to my man about this yesterday You gotta either lawyer up To try to get your shit back And then you still gonna have to wait A lot like of behind if you shit got, Or if complaints you got, and stuff Or being if you a have waiting a, list. over a certain amount of money They'll take your money They'll seize it And you have to prove that it's your money Like mm-hmm. you got it legally but um, but when it's something small like that hundred forty dollars, they're just gonna claim you ain't had no money. Yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm saying, and you got to take that L. Yeah, because and the, the thing that used to piss me off about it so much was the fact that I know you. You know, what I'm saying I just really met you, but I know for a fact if a dude, a regular civilian, did that to you, you was not just about to be like, I would not be a good Samaritan. Yeah, 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 you would not. But because they police, <laughs> you got you got to take. Oh that nah, shit. nah, Call I, I remember that. Like, Ooh, I was about to say something But I, I got arrested one time And we had just did a party I think we had like the Migos Or something like that So I had a lot of cash on me And um, I got arrested I had some of the cash on me And um, They didn't take my money But if they had took But they took money, your butt What? <laughs> Come on This ain't your show This another show We don't do that over here um, But yeah uh, He ain't took my money But um, If 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 he would have uh, Took my money I would have seen him like I would have got him Cause I seen him at the gym Like a couple years later And I was in the uh, locker room Me and uh, my homie I was like Oh yeah that, that motherfucker That locked me up Right old pussy ass nigga And he He, he looked And he walked out uh, Cause he had a He arrested me up Cause I ain't had the paperwork on my uh, For my insurance So he arrested me or whatever so, mm. You know what I'm saying But So So if, if he would've stole my money I, I'd have seen him So I was gonna ask you Was you gonna see him On the scene Or you just gonna wait till No nah, I'd have seen I'd have, I'd have got him on the street Somewhere I'd have seen him uh, yeah, cause just like just like with um a man I, later on in this episode of episode five, you basically ruined that man life. Yeah, you ruined that man life, so you don't know what that money could have meant to right. me. Nah, I don't like, yeah, I, every time I see him, I give him a look. I say some slick shit to him. White, he white guy, walking. yeah, white guy, tall yeah. white guy with glasses. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I wonder if if you fight a cop when he in plain clothes, is that still considered assault on police officer? Shit, you have to catch me, cause. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Like yeah. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna fight your ass and stay there. And you police. Yeah. I, I, I just wondering, like, yeah, is it the same charge? Especially, and then we know we from Dawson, so I, we only had we only got what nine cops in Dawson. I don't know. I, well, and you know, some of them went to high school with us, so you know, he be like, oh yeah, I, that's that's Brandon Pierce. I know he live. He he beat me up. No, nah, I, I don't be in Dawson. This one in Dawson. No, I'm, I'm just saying, coming from a small town, if you did fight a cop that you know you recognize, y'all, he was in plain clothes, and we you know from a small town, so he probably know you or your people or something like that. He wouldn't right. be hard to find you. Is what I'm saying. Maybe. If even if you did run, but I'm just yeah. wondering, would that be a charge? I don't know that okay. that that I don't know. Somebody email us djplayshow at gmail dot com. Let us know, and if you police, um, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so um, so yeah, they they 
Yeah, like she said, it, if they couldn't testify in court no more, a lot of them, it was a whole list of them. So we go to August 15th, 2013. Um, and Wayne and some other officer had to stop, and they find guns and drugs. Um, but his wife calls, Wayne's wife calls about his son's football practice. And he just basically, he was like, yeah, you take care of this, you know what I'm saying? And he leaves and go to his, um, go to his wife. Um, they don't show him going to his wife, but the next scene is him going to Donnie's. That's the bail bondsman, bail bondsman mm-hmm. that he met. Um, and he offered to take Wayne to some casino to celebrate for him making sergeant. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wayne declines because of his son. He tells him a story about how his son got his bell rung, whatever, and he don't want to play no more. Um, and then that's when Wayne tells Donnie that he want to, want to run something by him. And Wayne and Donnie basically become partners. Wayne um, tells him that he'll get him some coke. Uh, um, and Donnie said he'll buy it from him from fifteen thousand a key, basically. So this twenty thirteen, it wasn't seventeen five no more. Jeezy numbers, <laughs> right? It wasn't them Jeezy numbers. Um, so basically, he a drug dealer and he a robber, yep, and he a liar. But anyway, um, so then we go back to the past, um. And this is the FBI, and they meet with a new prosecutor. His name is Derek Hines. Um, Jensen talks about the wiretaps and the GTTF gun trace task force. Ain't that what it is? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they mentioned Ram and Gondo and how Ellers was their supervisor, but he's gone to the DEA task force. Um, says that uh, Wayne Jenkins is going to be over that unit now. And we see McDougal and Kim Patrick. Um, he tells her that they heard that um, on a jail call that they think Jenkins is dirty. So basically, they were they were gonna tell. I want to say she was gonna tell Jenkins. Yeah, she's gonna give him a heads up. Go give him a heads up that mm-hmm. the, the feds was looking at that unit. Mm-hmm. She was gonna tell, but Jenkins was gonna be over that unit. So McDougal and um, Kilpatrick, those were the two officers from earlier. Uh, McDougal was the one that was working with. Um, a man from the wire. I forgot his name on this show, but he yeah. played Poot on the wire. Yeah, they were working together, and they found that um when they had, when they had found the the, the OD, OD. I, I didn't I didn't out I didn't say the, the country, but yeah, outside out of the, the outside of the city. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, out in the county. Um, and Kilpatrick was his his partner, um, his other partner. Um, and basically they said they thought she was he was dirt, dirty, so mm-hmm. that kind of saved them from fucking up that uh yeah letting the cat out the bag too early mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was beating herself up about that shit yeah and they didn't they showed that scene a little bit later right because that's another thing we talked about off mic um how they kind of go back and forth and if you or maybe we said it on mic early in this episode how they go back and forth and you can't kind of can get confused mm-hmm. um so then we go back to jenkins it's uh march 26 2014 um and wayne is with a guy that he hit um and he accused the guy of having a gun, but there isn't one. You can't find it. Man, he hit the guy. Did he hit the guy with a car and flip his car, or did he flip the guy's car? When you get on the scene, he tell he you know, it seemed like he's he's positioning shit like, yo, why you why you made me do this for? Yeah, and then you just see the car. You see the car flip, but I can't down. tell if it's Wayne's car that's flipped or if it's the guy's car because mm. he say he hit the guy, and did he hit the guy with with his car? Wasn't was another car that was like smashed like in the side of the wall? Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay, so he hit. He made the guy. He must have made the guy flip his car. Yeah, it was another car that was like smashing like the side of the building or something. Like okay. That. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice that part. Okay, so he yeah, he hit the guy, um, 
And like you said, he was telling them, uh, why, what you, why, you, why you make me do this? He said, Wayne is telling the other guys, Jenkins is telling the other guys that there's a gun, um, but they can't find one. So then he calls his lieutenant. Um, and uh, as he calls his, his lieutenant, now his shift commander is Gwen, who is the Asian guy that mm-hmm. he trained, mm-hmm. who's telling all of these stories to, um, what's the lady name? Uh, the FBI agent I can't think of her name right now Yeah I can't think of it um, So his lieutenant comes With the gun He plants the gun He tells him where it is And he was like Just wait Because the uniform officer Find it And they find the gun Under the truck tire After so, they've been looking all day After they've been looking all day That's the, that's the crazy <clears throat> shit Yeah But Gwen kind of see it He see what's going on Right he, And he looking at him sideways too And this is the second time Like again For me the first time Was after the strip club Somebody kind of like when people when you doing like what you do, right? Just, just mm-hmm. be easy or something like that. And you do some fuck shit. You you a stand up nigga. Kane, you a stand up nigga. But if y'all, if, if we do some fuck shit as, as real stand up men, we know it ourselves. Like mm-hmm. it feel a type of way to us. So if somebody call you out on it, you feel that shit like yeah. almost like, damn, I disappointed so-and-so or whatever mm-hmm. like that. So it is the second time because the first time's at the strip club. Yeah. yeah. And they, they in the car and they like, damn, nigga, like, nah, that's, that ain't cool. Like, we ain't right. with that shit. But this time, he like, um, I forgot what he said. He was out to eat uh, something. I forgot oh, with what, his brisket. What yeah, some food. Yeah, you, you and, fucked up. Oh, Peruvian, yeah. chicken. Peruvian, Peruvian chicken. chicken. Peruvian chicken. And he yeah. said, man, you know I got you. You know I got you. He <laughs> said, man, shit's fucked up, man. Yeah. Or whatever. But like see, he... But see that that okay, I get what you're saying, but with with that guy, his lieutenant, he, he just is grinding. He just as bad. Yeah, he just yeah. is bad because he the one who bought the gun. And but and that's my my thing is like he feel I think he feels a loyalty to Jenkins, but he's still like like damn nigga like how much shit you out here doing like I, I okay you know what I, I mean feel like you, you out here wild. I feel you 100 percent on that. Well, 98 percent because where you think he learned it from. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And where you where you gonna you gonna go to your manager, but that's basically his manager. He can go to his manager and say, "Come do some dirt for me." Right. So he I had to, to he had me. to learn that from him. Absolutely. He had to. And Absolutely. his manager. Not only did his manager get a gun that time, so he wherever he got a a, a dirty gun from that time, he also got a dirty um. He also got a dirty got drugs. Where he mm-hmm. get the drugs from? Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. That dude, that dude was all the way dirty. There's no Wi-Fi. I'm saying it just came up. On my phone. Oh, yeah, so I ain't know if it jumped back on for you or not. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the call out. It should have been more of them niggas, more call out niggas. Well, you got to remember the ones that did. They they sent them to a wild post where they was kind of like, yeah. oh yeah, like that one dude. The um, black he dude. sent them in the park. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Like, and that same thing What's, on American Gangster. Remember that why nobody would work with the guy that investigated Frank. I always think about that because he turned into money when everybody, all the other cops was like. Mm-hmm. So if you know that we be doing this shit, you would tell on us. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So you, you that's that brotherhood. That's that mm-hmm. that's that part of the brotherhood that people don't see that. Like you said earlier, it's those good cops supposed to say something. Supposed to say something. But they don't because now it's like the military. If I say something, now I'm blackballing myself. Right. I might as well change my career. Yeah, come out and then change your career. I, I, agree. Yeah, I agree. Come out and change your but, career. But, you know, some people be cops because they was bullied or they was pussies when they was growing up. Some of them really like 
being an authority figure. Some of them, that was their family calling because their mm-hmm. uncle was a cop. My dad was a mm-hmm. cop, so they don't want to lose their job. And let, you know, what I'm saying it's, people got their reasons. I that that. I can understand that, like, if your daddy was a cop, your uncle's a cop. So that kind of, like, you just feel, you grow up feeling like that's the job, you know what I'm saying, to mm-hmm. do whatever. Like, it, it's on in that. But you might, as that person, you might not know about that dirty shit. But like you said, if you just a motherfucker who want the power, you know what I'm saying, I don't I don't, yeah. I don't like that motherfucker. Because as you know. Because it ain't for the pay. Definitely ain't for the pay. Unless you're doing what the they doing. Day <laughs> shit. Hey, I don't, you know, I don't really too much mind. You know the big time drug dealers get a hundred thousand. You know they take forty mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't mind that, but you doing that to the regular man? You taking that shit out of my man's pocket? Hard working. Yeah, he took I, like you say he took your one forty. Mm-hmm. You know a, you a college you you a military kid or whatever. You taking your damn bread. There was a dude. I, I want to say it was episode four, but it might have been five. But he said that he just had cashed his check. That's the car dude. That oh, okay. car dude. They yeah. said cash his check for like six hundred fifty dollars or something like that uh, for two weeks. And for they two weeks. and they snatched that. Like, come yeah. on, bruh. That man said, said, that man said every dollar of my check go to my kids, food on the table, and clothes. And my mortgage, yeah, uh-huh. my mortgage. And he said, man, that set me back. Mm-hmm. So there's a matter six hundred dollars set you back. Not, not saying six hundred dollars not a lot of money, but you know, like you said, that was a man in life. But yeah. a lot of people be living check to check like that though. Like six hundred. Your, your, your old lady leave you behind some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And well, I, I think it's this episode. It might have been episode five. The end, well, we'll see. Um, if I got this in, in my notes, um, so yeah, they find the gun. So Suda, we get we. Go to Suter And he's talking with a lawyer He tells him um, That out of the Cause remember Suter was sitting in On the jury selection And the mm-hmm. lawyer I guess it's a lawyer um, He tells him That out of the 184 potential jurors Only 7 was chosen And he basically said Meaning 7 people in Baltimore Believe police uh, Trust the word of police um, Which is crazy But uh, So then the FBI They're in their investigation The Jenkins But and, Okay. And this is off, this is off topic, but do you know? And we talk about trusting police. <clears throat> do y'all do we actually know, or was it ever proven that the police was actually started to basically uh, patrol or control? You know, the slaves after they were free. I, I was told it by somebody. I don't know how true it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's how. Like I think that that was a, it was a slave patrol, right? I, I think yeah. exactly, and I think um, it it, it uh, matured into or mutated into like because like back like in them days they really didn't have police. They had marshals. They had marshals. They had, they had sheriffs, marshals, deputies, and then they had marshals. But they, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, so but so that's kind of true. But it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna then continue that in the sand, in the time frame when our parents grew up, it was always instances where a black man would disappear. The police can't pick them up from home and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, because they was the KKK or whatever. Um, so I just think we we was conditioned prior to even having our first. Uh, Interactions with, with police mm. That just for my parents Like they done seen So much fuck shit happen Cause you know back then The shit was still Wasn't fully Integrated yet uh, I don't no, know it, I, wasn't, it wasn't integrated it, at no, all no, I told my, my mama age And my mama like You know the 50s, 60s You know what I'm saying It wasn't So just them seeing What will happen to A person that did, A police did come Pick up from the house Put you in the car And you thinking Your son going down To the precinct And you think You can go get him out but he never even make it So I think it was, pre, it was just preconditioned That we never trusted police Because they was already doing that Fuck shit Back in the 50s, 60s, 70s So our uncles and great and granddaddies And them back then you, They try to put all that shit on us But don't nobody fuck with the police No, they're, they're the biggest gang in the, um, in the world Don't yeah. nobody fuck with police You know what I'm saying Like white, black, whatever They don't want to see them motherfuckers cause they, 
The people that act like they sold four, four police nowadays, they only sold four police because black people are against police. Right. They just use that as, you know, to be the antithesis of black people. Really. You say that shit, That's boy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> antithesis. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they uh come across an hour-long video of a traffic stop of Jenkins where he lies and says he got seven ounces of coke, but it wasn't in the 60, minute, in 60 minutes of the video. Um, and IAD is called, and uh, they recommend that he be demoted, um, and suspended for twenty days and transferred. Um, time's up. Oh <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, but all he got was a verbal warning, um, and he got put back on the street. So, yeah, I mean, like when whether it's the coke, whether it's that. Telling Suter to go back to the car Or going to find a gun It'd be like Y'all niggas just be having these Hour long Two hour long Three hour long searches And when something do pop up mm-hmm. Like Kane said earlier It'd be in plain sight mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying You're gonna send Suter back to the car And the shit right under the seat Ain't but so many places in an Acura You could really look yeah. Ain't no hiding if, if a nigga don't got hiding space Or whatever like that Or a little You know what I mean Duck off spot Like in the 80s Or whatever like that mm-hmm. Then shit You Everybody done looked under this Like that shit is yeah. crazy man yeah. You know what's crazy though So I got pulled over in old I'm say it was old nine Something like that On 52 Right there by I was, I was, Christmas night Well Christmas Eve I was about to go to my mom's crib But someone's like No I ride by See what spotlight look like So I ride All the way from Dawes into Florence I got a I got a stolen gun Under my My driver's seat You wildin' You drawing it right now son Yeah dog, I was, I was, No I was tweaking <laughs> I was tweaking As a kid say Oh you lunching like Shorty tweaking Yeah I was tweaking So damn my man pulled me over uh, He said he heard music Coming from my car That's why he pulled me over Which is bullshit Cause I was actually on the phone I ain't even had the, the, the radio on But anyway So I'm sitting on the side of 52 He searched my car He ain't found nothing At this time They got me standing At the back of my car By the trunk Another um, cop pull up Florence uh, cop pull up He's searching and then the, the next cop, so I had like a little switch in my little, you know, not the older cars, well, not the older cars, but the cars from like 06 or 07 had like the little CD, the little slot where you could put like four, five, six CDs in that mm-hmm. little slot right there. Mm-hmm. So in there, because I had a, a, a flip out in dash, um, Norton said I put a kill, like a kill switch, but like a switch that would let me watch v- DVDs while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. So the dude saw the switch. He swear it was a stash spot. I said, brother, it ain't a stash spot. It's so I could watch a DVD while I'm driving. He said, well, you better show me how it worked. Unless, I'm, unless we're going to tear this car apart. So I had to go through my CD book and find a DVD. Uh-huh. I happened to have Minister Society in it. I had to put that shit in. You should have put it on the part with, my, with a black man. <laughs> I hate back of Whoopi Goldberg's neck. No, Ford Whitaker's neck. Because it's black. I hate black pepper. Huh? I, I hate, who is that? Who is that? Whoopi Goldberg gums for this black in it. Yeah. So I, I had to flip the switch, push the, push the uh, emergency brake down a little bit, start the shit, and start playing. So, all right, I'll go back to the back of the car. So I'm like, damn. So I'm, I'm thinking. So the dude was like, all right, man, Mr. Kane, we're we going to search you one more time and we're going to let you go. So I'm like, all right, bet. So he's searching me down. And this one last cop pull up, tall, old white dude, man. He said, I'm going to take a look, see for myself. And he went straight to the front seat and looked under the seat and said, hey, Dan, we got a 2745 over here. Damn. He said, really? He said, yeah, man, you ain't see it. It's right here. And they be happy. And, and, and the dude went and looked, looked down under my seat and they came back up and they did the whole, man, shit. So like like we were talking about how they 
all of a sudden the shit disappear. Mm-hmm. So for you, it didn't just appear. It didn't just appear. It was there the it whole time. It was there the whole time. And, just, and, and four or five different cops searched my car. I sat there watching them. Like every time they was like looking down by the seat, I'm like, oh, they got it. Yeah. So okay, so so for those officers that were there, that could have been like commonplace with like, you know, let's take one more look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we yeah. overlooking it. So okay. Yeah, so it does happen. It does happen. I, and and I, it wasn't far under the seat neither because I, I had to be able to get to it if I needed it. Yeah. So it wasn't far under the seat neither. I think what it was, some of them seats back then, like on the on the floor, it's a like lot, a, a little hump. Yeah, yeah, they, they got the little, little black plastic thing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Yeah. So I, I got out the next day, which was Christmas Day. I didn't think I was going to get out because it was like a Saturday. And y'all noticed this wasn't because he told another story earlier in this episode about him getting arrested. And this ain't the same story. <laughs> no, it's cold. So no. it's another episode. I don't even know how I got my job. I don't know how I got a security clearance. Yeah, don't 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 put that in the in the, in the atmosphere. <laughs> don't put that in the atmosphere. Um, so we go back to the president and they asked Ward, why wasn't he disciplined? And Ward said that um they wouldn't do anything to a hero because and you know what I'm saying he was like they was like why and they was like because that's when uh, Freddie Gray mm-hmm. happened. So basically he, they asked him why didn't they do anything to um Wayne ever? And then we what get the scenes of what happened with Freddie Gray. Right. Um. So yeah, I ain't really made too many notes, but uh, basically we see um, Wayne going into the precinct or whatever. He is that Herschel? Yeah, is that Herschel? Yeah, yeah. So he's seeing what's going on on television, and he like, "Fuck this shit, let's go down there. Who going with me?" He, you know, a lady was like, yeah, "Fuck it, I'll go. Black, let's black go." Woman. And it was a black woman. Black I'm like, woman. I started saying, "Man, helpful. ain't no color, bro." When it's when it's uh, that's when it's the game. Yeah, it's right. us against them. You right. Yeah, they and, wear that uniform. And in the military, I can't speak for cops, but in the military, you meet people like like how he was acting that day. Man, go get some. Yeah, hey, who, who the thing that you meet Thirsty. people? It's people that join the military to get just in to a position that. to act like that to kill people. Yeah, not, not yeah. even to kill people. Just like they could once they know they got a, some authority, they can go be that dickhead or asshole, and nothing gonna happen to them. Mm-hmm. Like people join that because, like I said, they, they got bullet. Cause remember when he first joined the force, he was green and soft. Like I ain't even say he was just green. He just didn't know. Yeah, but 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 once it, it's like a dog. Once you take it off the leash, like you know, you got a dog that been like chained up in the backyard forever, forever. And once that damn chain pop, and he uh, and he realized like you ain't never seen a dog be trying to pull to get to you. Mm-hmm. But then when the chain pop for a split second, he still thinking on the chain until he feel like that that freedom, and mm-hmm. then he haul ass. Mm-hmm. That's how he was like when he got that first taste of blood that I could do what the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. Shit, that motherfucker balls to the wall. Like, man. like we were talking about though, is another example like when he was driving that van. Shorty, Shorty realized where she got in the van with this like, nigga. Slow down, because from the minivan to the to the to the paddy wagon van, mm-hmm. that nigga was wilding. He was wilding. He was wilding in the in the garage. That was saying the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, and she like, whoa, whoa, man, yeah. like. <laughs> but well, always remember, he always uh, make little comments about pay. He's my high rank. I'm better police than all these motherfuckers. They always mm-hmm. giving me giving me shit about being broke. He, uh-huh. he always making instances throughout every episode about him being. Mm-hmm. Remember this having a cookout? Yeah, he, and, and he, he's, he's like Pat Ron. What the mm-hmm. hell is this shit? Yeah, he knew about never, Patron. He knew about Patron. Never forget about then that. Then the other time he bought them cheap ass crab legs, cheap crab legs, yeah. the small crab legs, the small crabs. Small crabs. Small and, and remember, even at the cookout, they said, "Nah, man, hell, you got to put in." And he started packing his pockets. And the black dude was like, "Man, my girl told me time, man, get the pack the pot." I mean, he broke. Uh-huh. He's like, "Man, I got y'all on Tuesday, man. You know I'm good that, for." It. But that was before he really started doing what he was doing. But yeah, but, right. but yeah. it was that that seed was already being planted to the viewers early. About that money. it was about money, money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So yeah. So like you said, they go down there. He's driving wild. He goes from the the little SUV or whatever and jumps in the in the paddy wagon. 
and then they go to where the action is, where one of the places the action uh, happens. And um, he basically they basically confront um some protesters. Um, he goes on the front line, and one of the protesters Don't and some you do it and some Joneses. He has some Julian John Bo Jacksons. Yeah. Um, he throws a brick, and uh, you know they get to and they got it shaking, bruh. I ain't gonna lie, the, the most gangster shit them cops did was instead of fighting everybody, they grabbed that nigga that threw the brick <laughs> yeah. and pulled him back. Like, hey, yeah, I got your ass. Yeah. I don't know what they did to him, you but. You think you tough. Yeah, they got his ass. Yeah. Man, listen, I always tell people when they uh they want to protest and shit, I always tell people, dog, don't, don't call me when you want to protest. Don't call me when you want to sing a prayer. I mean, sing a hymn. Mm-hmm. Call me when you're ready to do some shit. Mm. And the, one, the one time they did a protest, and I like how they did it. They didn't march in the streets. They didn't damn, we shall overcome. They mm-hmm. went to that nigga house mm-hmm. and stayed at that nigga house. Them motherfuckers had a marching band out there and shit. Oh, you saw my buddy down here? Down here, yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, the summit? Yeah, yeah the, the, the dude that's in the army, that yeah. Up the street from my man's house. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was up the street from Jones. Jones house, yeah. 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 So I always tell people, don't call me when you want to hold hands and kumbaya yeah. and all that. Call me with a plan that say, man, hey, you know, it's only two cops that work on at the uh, at the at the sheriff's office on Tuesday night. Da, da, da. Not right. not saying anybody should go out there and try to overthrow a police station, right? Like I'm, they did in Seattle. Yeah, like they did in Seattle. I'm just saying, cause you see how the cops gonna handle you. Exactly. Yeah, they gonna tear gas you. They are gonna water hose. They yep. gonna put the dog on you. All that hooping and hollering they ain't gonna do <laughs> they ain't gonna shit. Do shit. They ain't gonna do shit with brand cameras. But if you and really all you doing is agitating the fuck out of them because they yep. mad they gotta be out there. Yeah, they mad. Yeah, they wanna be home too. <laughs> yeah, they wanna go home too. And you gonna throw a brick at me? You messed up their Peruvian chicken now. Peruvian chicken, hey. So he, shit. He was like, Wayne was like, you know, before before that brick got thrown, like almost taking a leadership role. First of all, the nigga ain't have on no helmet. He had no helmet on. Crazy yeah. ass white boy. Yep. Look like one of them crazy foot. Remind me of a football player that's ready to headbutt somebody uh-huh. with their helmet off. Man, I was a program that was on them steroids. And yeah. the nigga was like, "We all going home tonight, all right?" Yeah, like like, like to- the protesters <laughs> had guns and shit. <laughs> they saying the war. Yeah. Exactly no. He drawing the lines like, but, but it's crazy like, he, he, he looked at Buddy For Buddy Through the Brick He was like yeah. Don't you do exactly. it Exactly <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah. But just imagine If you know uh, Jenkins from being in the city From doing dirty shit He done got you one time before Yeah yeah. And, yeah. and now I got a free opportunity mm-hmm. to, to hit you with a brick mm-hmm. That was the thing too Like uh, some of the people The way they were looking at him Was they looking knew, like They knew familiar. him Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely So the guy throws the brick They grab him You know little Uh Tussle start or whatever um, I can't remember What happened at the end But I do remember It goes to a night scene And Wayne comes And, and he Buys everybody He spent $600 chicken. on chicken Yeah now, um, Did you peep What he told the white girl <laughs> He said It's it like you like something I know you like that Dark, dark meat, meat girl, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 Come on baby I don't like that dark meat girl um, And um so then, you know, the, the, the protests and stuff kind of went, uh, winding down. Wayne goes, he sees some guys running out of Rite Aid. Um, Prior to that, too, uh-huh. the uh, the regular mark, marked officer had stopped when they seen Wayne and was like, yo, like, you need some help or something like that? Like, you know what I mean? You need me to. Was that before he went in or was that after he ran him yeah. off? It was before, like before they, before he encountered the guys uh, running out. Yeah, because when the guys ran out, it was a bang bang thing. He was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then he took the bags and put them in the van or whatever like that. 
And then the, the guy, bags. then the other police comes up, right? The other police mm-hmm. came before all of oh, that before happened. That. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, he, he said he's he gonna stay until this place got boarded up. Right. But he already knew okay. the kids when they ransacking it. You know. Oh, what he, okay, okay. Because okay. remember, he, he he held his gun when he saw him about to come out, and he stepped to the side. Mm-hmm. So he already knew this coming out with shit. You know what I'm saying? But him being the conniving nigga he is, he already had that in plan. He, and remember, he took it to Buddy. He's like, man, I don't even know what the hell this shit is, man. But you, that's 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 what I was about to say. Like, that's how smart he is, though. Because he he was smart enough to know that they was gonna get the good shit, right? And he didn't know what it was, but he knew he was smart enough to let them get it. He Come get out. it from them mm-hmm. and he take it to old boy. It's almost like, like, um, you take you take the wins with whatever you take them with, and then you let let like little fish go when you get to that like level. Mm-hmm. Like like even with the BT thing when they was at the towers. Yeah, he let them boys. You know, go. like, all right, I'm gonna end up letting these niggas go, but at the same time, from the jump, I'm gonna be impersonating a federal agent. I'm about to run game on these niggas so that we could run down on them and get whatever we could get real quick, little nice little nights come up or whatever like that. And so the same thing at the uh, at the drugstore. He, you stopping them and they tracks. It's the middle of the Freddie Gray shit. Nigga, I know I could get arrested with all of this shit that I got in my hand right now. And the I'm nigga stealing. Just, then he's just nonchalant about it. Man, drop that, that shit, shit and get that yeah. and get the hell out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's his own manipulative way of yep. like, yeah, nah, y'all get up out of here. Let me yeah. get that. Let me get that up off you. Um. So yeah, he take the drugs to Donnie. Donnie was like, I want to say he said it was like some of them pills, like a hundred dollars a pill or mm-hmm. something like that or whatever. So he said it was oxy's. Yeah. So they they he he made a lot of money off of that shit. Both of them. Um. So then Ward tells a story about Jenkins and how they spotted some guys with a book bag. Um, going the wrong way down the one way. Yeah, going the wrong way down the one way. Um, and they pulled him over. Um, the guy had half a brick and 21000 but they only submitted 15000 Um, And he said Jenkins had the idea that the guy had more drugs and money. So they went on, on the database and searched for his address. Then they went to his house. Mm-hmm. Um, they tossed the house. They found a safe in the basement. Um then when they find the safe, they leave and go. <laughs> that's wild. Mm-hmm. Then they leave and go get a warrant, um, and get a pry bar and a ram. They crack the safe and they got a lot of money, um, in it. So much so that they um only put a hundred thousand back in the safe. But you know why? Because remember he said how much money he said was gonna be in there. He said right. he's about a hundred. He's like, All right, cool. We're gonna, yeah. we gonna, we gonna make sure that's we'll make there. Sure that's in there. Yeah. Remember he said it look like a whole lot more than hundred thousand to me. What you uh-huh. think, man? Mm-hmm. That's how I dirty um, the motherfucker. And the motherfucker. If I'm dirty, why would I tell you that I have money at the crib in a safe? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because remember they kept trying to say, no, nah, baby, like, who you connect? Who you, we don't know you got drugs. It's like, nah, man, I, I sell houses, da, da, da. And you still. No, that wasn't that guy, was it? That was him? That was the same oh, house guy? Or was that? It, it wasn't five. the big house I owned. Well, it was the big house? No, this wasn't the big house. Uh, yeah. This is the house in the basement. Oh, this one in the townhouse. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he didn't, He wasn't a sell house guy. They didn't, they didn't even show. I want to say they didn't show them really talking to him. He just told that part. He just told it, and then they showed him the part the way they picked it up, picked up them showing showing was them inside the house. Mm-hmm. I don't think they showed that stop. If I am mistaken, did they show that stop with them getting the the, the drugs, the, the half a brick in the twenty one thousand? Did they show the stop? I don't think they showed that stop to me. I think it just picked up with them in the basement mm-hmm. trying to crack the safe off. I can't remember. Yeah, because I want to say he said that. Um, the girl, like, some of his family members was in the house, like, two women that lived there or something like mm-hmm. that was in the house, too. Because he, he made one of the cops stay there with the safe. With, 
While the women were still upstairs, upstairs I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when he um, went and got the warrant. And it, it was a couple of hours. Because he said that um, the women was starting to talk shit. Like, y'all, what y'all doing down there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they break in the safe, they take all of the money out, except for like 100000 They leave that in the um, in the safe. And then he was like, this is what we're going to do. He's like, you're going to record it. You're going to have the same reactions. Um, and um, so they do that. He, he records it. Um, they crack the safe the same way. And then he says, how much you think is in there? About 100000 He said that on the recording so that right. if anything happens, they can say that, you know, it's on tape. But after he does that, on camera, he says some shit like, yeah, the this way to go, guys. This is the proper way to, like, yeah. he, that nigga was like, like got to call he, the federal revenue Exactly. Yeah. He had it scripted. As soon as he yeah. came down the steps, he's like, oh, goddamn. Like, how much you guys think that is? Mm-hmm. Well, nobody touch it. Let's get a light on it. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got to report this because yeah, anything. Like, hey, she's wrong $5,000. Yeah, you the get a whole order. textbook rule yeah. to this uh-huh. shit. Got to do it by the book. And he said, uh, good police work, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so they did it. They recorded it, he said, just just in case the owner makes a complaint. Um, and so uh, Ward tells them that Wayne gives them $20,000 each, but he keeps the rest. Um, Ward says he took his, but he tossed it. Um, he says he took it so that he wouldn't get blackballed and so that he wouldn't jeopardize his family. And that's um, what, what made me think about the uh, American Gangster thing that you said about the uh, million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, that I forgot my man's name, the uh, cop uh, in American Gangster. But um, but that's made me think about him because, like he said, like if he didn't, if he didn't take the money, then he'd get blackballed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he took it and tossed it. And he said the reason why he said he tossed it was because his wife was a cop, right? Um, and he didn't want that to affect her, um, her job status, her job status, and, you know, like have have his house being investigated. Uh huh. And she had a clean record. He didn't mm-hmm. want to fuck up a clean record. Um, he's so thoughtful. Yeah, but that's that's smart. But in the end, it's still dumb. Um, and then in the last part, the GTT, it was the GTTF. GTTF, yeah, Gun Trace Task Force. Yeah, they assemble at a bar where Jenkins um basically reaffirms them that what they're doing is right. And he argues that they put their lives on the line for the city and deserve to fill their pockets. Um, and he motivates his team by stating that as long as they produce the guns and drugs, the top brass does not care what they do, especially when it comes to overtime. And this when we get the name of the show. We yeah. own the city. We man. own this city. And that's what he said. But like, I like I, when he said that. I was like, "Yes, exactly." Yes, <laughs> that's a TV it. moment right there. Yeah, it's a TV but moment. that's where, like, because one of the major charges that they got was overtime fraud. So that's what really like, got him, right? So it's like this introduced him, introducing that shit to the niggas that wasn't in the know because mm-hmm. he's asking. He's like, "Man, tell him how much you made last year." And then how much you made off of overtime uh-huh. and, and like Gondo was like was that this episode twenty nine was that this episode episode five mm-hmm. it was it was um episode four it was episode was it, four because it was it was right at the end like you said when he was at okay. the bar or whatever like that like that same scene where he like we own yeah. this city yeah because you remember they start episode them. five with Gondo and Buddy talking on the phone he's like man that boy drinking wild as hell yeah boy he wild b so yeah. what what episode was it because he said he made um. No, no, that was the, that was them sitting in the car. And he said he wild because of how much. Because he said he said he basically made like eight thousand dollars on overtime. That was the beginning, that was in the car. That was the beginning of episode, episode five. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, and in episode four, he's saying, well, Jenkins in particular said like I made eighty something bands regular salary, and then eighty something on oh, overtime, overtime or whatever like that. And one of his one of his people that was under him, he said, how much you you made? He said like one seventy. 
like as far as the total of it, it was probably like maybe a buck forty or something like that. But he said like seventy. Sixty six or something. Yeah, and them other niggas that was in the bar, they looking like I only got twenty nine thousand. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, that's because you don't be working. Like, and then that's that's the same time that he made the play and was like, we gonna come in at two, you know what I'm saying? But we gonna bust our ass whenever we get in here. We gonna work hard and this and that. Like all that was the end of episode four. That was in the okay. So episode five was the was when they uh. Basically said the reason why they looked into him was because of the overtime fraud. Didn't she say something like that? And I only mm-hmm. watched that episode once. I'm gonna have to watch it again before we do a, a recap of that one. Um, but I think that was one of the main things that got them fucked up was the overtime but fraud. No, well, that that, that kind of was like the snowballs all rolling downhill. But you know yeah. they, they already had Gondo on the phone with the drug dealer. With the drug dealer, then, yeah, with the drug dealer. Then you had um all these complaints. Against Herschel and, and Jenkins mm-hmm. And Jenkins already had No Herschel already had what 50 55 You know what I'm saying So it, it, it complaints Yeah Formal compla- complaints Formal complaints yeah. yeah So it, it was almost just like That was just like a, Another Trump charge Along the, the, the way the nail, nail in the coffin mm-hmm. for him. Yeah Like how fucking dumb Can you be like You think you're gonna Get away with this shit For how long But Bro, I think he said it. That's kind of what in, getting to He said that though He was like when it's mm-hmm. over so yeah, yeah 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 That was episode 5 Let me but, stop But the crazy thing is Talking before Yeah, yeah before we go to episode 5 yeah. But the crazy thing is My company which is a government entity fired, so you, so we got an IG, which is Inspector General. Mm-hmm. They whole purpose is like audits. Make I got sure. an IG too. It's Preacher underscore BP. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, I like how you plug that in there. Yeah. But um, so you know they, they consider the height of the Afghanistan war to be like from 2010 to like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. So during that time, everybody was getting overtime for the company I worked for. Mm-hmm. I wasn't working there yet, but everybody was logging overtime like even over the weekend. Like niggas were literally. Cause like we don't have a uh, clock in and then clock out when you leave. Like they Submit trust us. They trust card. us to be they write ethical. it down. Write no, it down. Yeah, we go on the website and put Submit in eight hours. Time. You know what I'm saying? Nobody going back to say no. Nah, you can get here till eight or five. Nobody yeah. do that. So people were just saying that they were working and like all we got to do is put in an overtime request and you, your supervisor be like, all right, cool. So they found X amount of people that was like still in overtime. Like wouldn't even come to work. You had some people to come to work, scan their badge, go back to the car. You know what I'm saying, and then we'll say they worked 16 hours a day because it was the, during the height of the war. We we building Humvees and MTACs and got to do this, the satellites inside them and the communications. What, the is, the hmm? what is an MTAC? What is an MTAC? I forgot what MTAC stands for, but it's, it's like another like uh like a vehicle. Yeah. Like oh, okay, vehicle, okay. And you know what I'm saying You got to set up the Communications in them And all that So they claiming They working all these hours Get Because you got to get this shit out You remember you have seen Like the trains I have like them Tanks 60 tanks on the back of them Yeah I've been I had that tank tra- train Yeah so that, that That really does happen Like even with a federal entity Like what I worked for They even had that issue Going on Because niggas was just, We was at the height of a war We got to get this shit out We got to do it to do it And niggas was just Taking advantage of it mm-hmm. People was clocking overtime Over the weekend bro <laughs> It's it's certain jobs that you can get away with that shit, and it's certain jobs you can't get away with. Like you yeah. actually got to be there to do the work in order for it to be get for you to get paid. But yep. some jobs. But see what happened is the when the war started scaling back a little bit, budgets start scaling back. So now so, so now you, you got a person they call a core, which is like the contractor officer or something. Now they looking like why would it? Why do you know when the height of the war? Money, 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 money. Just like when the pandemic hit. Yeah, everybody wanted wanted PPP, PPP. You know what I'm saying? No, not even that. Like. They, we, we need this done We're going to pay for it Yeah But now when the war's slowing down That's like well, Why the hell we burn through this shit so fast From 2010 to 2000 Whatever Oh well Got them uh, B and Kane And And, and uh, 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 you, uh, you said Anybody Well shit He, he made $210,000 last year Yeah 
110 came old time. How the hell that happened? Uh-huh. So oh, now, yeah, now, yeah. now, now you go back and like, well, so who be working? Who be working with him? Oh, so and so, so and so, so. And then that's how that shit really started. Like, start getting caught is when the money start. Like, they got to redo that budget. Mm-hmm. That's when they start saying, "What? Why the fuck we burning through the money so fast as last time?" It ain't. It ain't that. You didn't have the work It's all going to be about the money And the budget Oh yeah Because they got to rebid They got to go back to Congress And rebid for like them 60 million dollar damn projects You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Yeah So they got to justify Why they need that 60 million dollar But like with that We just gave y'all 90 million last year And you, y'all asked for extension For more money And then when they start Digging and doing that audit mm-hmm. That's why I don't play with that time So I tell it's them people catch up 4.30 hit Don't call me mm-hmm. Cause I don't get paid for it I'm a salad mm-hmm. Don't you call me leave, leave that shit tomorrow Yeah I, I'm well, we like we doing episode four now. I, I'll try to get with the guys and do episode five soon. Um, because episode six come out tomorrow. I'll put this up mm-hmm. the night or in in the morning or whatever. But I I I gotta. I hope they don't hold it off a week. I about to say that they might they might do that. Yeah, I'm gonna check the TV guys. And, and you know, sometimes no even with it, being, with it with it being six episodes, yeah. sometimes they are gonna make Stretching. you wait that extra week. You know what yeah. I'm saying for that that what they call it season finale or yeah. just a show finale. Yeah, this is serious finale. I'm I've been saying I'm mad about that too. Like I understand that they can't make it go no more but with, and keep it authentic, but this so it too good. It it, yeah. it, it feel like it getting to the point where it really hold your attention and now it's over. Yeah, like even with um Snowfall, you know the first six episodes. We you know me, I used to be like man. They kind of down. I don't. Know, I ain't got into it yet. But by episode five, six, seven is but when see, you start. But up. see, I think it's a, a little a combination of that and a combination of what he said earlier, to where you can kind of follow it along easier because mm-hmm. you kind of see. Because all shows have like a certain writing style and certain production style, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it take a little while to get the tone of the show and to get like how, kind of like like me knowing you, mm-hmm. I kind of know how you talk, so I know like. What you saying and how what you mean to say sometimes and like same thing with me I might say something you might like you know you might say well, what you mean whatever you know what I'm saying but to mm-hmm. get me to say it a little bit more mm-hmm. you might ask that question and like to learn the writers and to learn the writing style it kind of take a few episodes and once you get it you kind of yeah. know so you can like you know what I'm saying so you can pick up on the stuff a little easier and like like we were saying about the um, flashbacks you know back and forth and all of that mm-hmm. like the lady saying she almost um like the the scene where the lady said she almost gave it away or whatever mm-hmm. they how they threw that in there um it was kind of you know back and forth and then one thing about this show like the time period from the end of this was like 2017 but when all of this stuff started with like Hersel and shit like well not Hersel but on Jenkins and all that kind of shit it was like 2010 mm-hmm. so like the styles of clothes people wear yeah. Really ain't that much different, so you really can't tell based on just how they look, cause them flashbacks ain't flashing back far enough. Right, you know what I'm saying. So especially when you grown some ten years ago, somebody grown, they look just alike. They yeah. look the same. You know what I'm saying. So that kind of stuff will kind of throw you off. But once you watch it a little bit, but now you know what I'm saying it's almost over. So yeah, they 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 packed. They did their best to pack everything into them six episodes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's some shit that was left out of, you know what I'm saying, they could have put in, but they probably tried to only put the best, what they felt to be the best shit in yeah, there. Yeah, so it wouldn't feel like they're trying to stretch. Mm-hmm. Right. But they might, you know, they might get something else pop up, though. I mean, when when this got announced, I was thinking I re- remember this story, but it wasn't this story I remembered. It was a story about basically the same type of shit happened in Philadelphia. The, 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 mm. It was about 20-something police officers that were selling drugs, basically. Mm. So it could have been, you know, the same type of story or whatever. So, so basically all cops bad. No matter the city, seem like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't know about don't know drugs get sold without some cops looking the other way. It's somebody that's look that 
warning the big dog that hey they might they looking at you you might be about to get raided or whatever like you know what I'm saying yeah so and then like we were talking about Walter Scott earlier and that's around the corner from um like High Star we got a we got an office down there because we got uh, High Star hoops basketball league and different stuff that we do with the brand down there in North Charleston that's where I went to high school at and you know where they had it at by that advance and stuff and that. <laughs> stuff off of Rivers Avenue that's right around the corner from Ashley Fosfit where um where where our office is or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like it happened on Ashley Fosfit where mm-hmm. um over but just the fact like them I lie that remount rule my bad remount yeah. oh, remount oh, it only happened on remount yeah remount oh, I don't know why the fuck I say Ashley Fosfit remount exit nineteen off of uh fifth uh twenty six five twenty six yeah and like so the um. Like, like I said, like when they dropped, when they planted the or, or dropped the drugs or whatever like that, like drop by him, drop yeah, and the taser. Like you hear that stuff all the time, but to see that shit, yeah, like to see it on camera, and then it's like y'all want to play both sides, y'all want to play in the street game with the hustlers and stuff like that, and y'all want to play mm-hmm. on the blue side of things or whatever. So now y'all are really trying to play God because mm-hmm. street hustlers and stuff like that, they still got a, a code that they got to live by mm-hmm. just to survive in the streets. You do one grimy thing and you're looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life because mm-hmm. you might like when you, when somebody mess around in the hood, anywhere from New York all the way down to Charleston, somebody get their head knocked off or get head tapped, as much as they mama cry, oh, he was such a good boy, da 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 there's some people that be thinking like, oh, he uh, must he, have did he something. That shit. Mm-hmm. Right, he must have did something. Who, who he robbed? Mm-hmm. You, you feel what I'm <laughs> saying? So there's consequences. There's street consequences, but a lot of them cops, they try to live by both rules, both mm-hmm. set of rules and stuff like that. And but it's like, how, how much God. you think of that account to pay? Like, oh, I, a lot of I, I know half of it is because I, I can. And what, what the fuck you gonna do about it? But how right. much do you think if they got raised? Now nah, they probably still be crooked because of the power part of it. Yeah. But what you was about to say though, if they got what raised what? Like, no, I'm saying if they got like a raise and got paid more, I was about to say would they stop? But I, I don't think they'll stop. They'll stop. Cause I think it's just no. Nah, they probably would though, cause all right, all right. So this ain't the same type. But right, okay, so like you know how people talk about like your, the service you get at McDonald's, yeah, and the service Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A. Even before like niggas was asking for fifteen dollars an hour, mm. they was they was getting like fifteen dollars an hour to work at Chick Fil A. So you gonna you gonna get a better worker because you're paying more. You can get a, mm-hmm. you can weed out. You can get a better quality person. So if you pay officers more, you'll get a better quality a, a, a better quality person mm-hmm. going there to, to try to do the job, and you'll get better work. Yeah, so, but but I still just think the power trip still gonna make them not make them, but uh, will entice them to do the dirty shit because they can't. They, like, what the fuck are you gonna do on the police? It yeah. depends on the, the the type of dirty shit though, and to me, like playing. So they already know if I play it by the rules, play by the book. You know, I'm a square, like you, you, certain shit, like suitor or um. And I, again, I hate to say I don't know if it's episode four or five, but when they when they pulled the the young cop, uh, in the That's middle five. of nowhere. That's okay, five. so like K-stop. different situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, that was five. Yeah, yeah case stop. So whenever they. Do stuff like that And they identify So and so Then they always Normally like Submit to the fact Like Well I'm making You know what I mean 
whatever this city's uh, cost of living is or whatever, mm-hmm. 48 grand a year or whatever it is. And I'm living by that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But then these other motherfuckers then figured out different loopholes and mm-hmm. different ways that they they live in a whole different type of mm-hmm. life. Yeah, that's just like an American gangster. Remember, Trupo was uh, taking dope out the arm, with heroin out of the, the evidence room and, 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 and was taking it to his own cook. And it's like, hey, mix that shit up right now. Cut it. Don't want to damn waste no money. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. And he felt like, because he was a, I'm a special. You see that? It says detective. No, a special detective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You still going to have them, them certain motherfuckers that just. Power trip, they power hungry. You know what I'm saying? Because like you say, I pull you over and there's twenty grand in the car. You want to go to jail? You want to go home? Right, man. Fuck it, take this twenty grand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he looking at it like shit. My my wife been bugging me about a new wash and drive. <laughs> you shit know what like I'm saying? That, right? Shit like that. So I don't know, man. It's it's more morals and codes and all that shit. That the tough thing though is like washing that shit. And um, whenever they talk about washing it, like. So you got to be more paranoid to have this shit because of motherfuckers like, like, um, dog that was talking about his wife, that's Ward. a cop, yeah, Ward and people like that, that be thinking in all the time, well, shit, if I do get caught, but then like, you know, um, Gondo, he get, um, motherfuckers start clowning him or whatever about being flashy and shit. And nigga like, Leo, I gotta like, nigga, I can't sit on this shit, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we gonna just use this shit for gas money or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how much extra bread I done got last week? I can't yeah. just keep burying this shit mm-hmm. or, or putting it somewhere. Like, how the fuck you gonna watch? I mean, they said throughout the series, they done said a couple suggestions, but it's still, it's still. Hey, man, don't y'all spend it all too fast, man. Like, there's no credit cards. Right, right. No, no, no big purchase. <laughs> now, just, just hold on for a little while. I'll spend a little yeah, bit here and there. That's how you talk, too. <laughs> Hey man, you know, I got you. Know, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Uh huh. That's how you talk. I hey, hate to hear that fucking talk, man. Hey girl, I heard you like black dark meat. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> man, he saw the midget ass. He said, I'm gonna get her. This how you can do that, all on SARS? <laughs> you know, I do my thing. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga talk like a damn cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah, man. But that's the end of uh, part four here on the DJ Blaze Radio Show uh, podcast. Um, Hi, Star. My brother. Let everybody know where they can find you. I appreciate you too. Uh, first off on the socials, y'all feel free to follow me on IG at DJ underscore High Star. That's H I G H S T A R, and then on your podcast and all of that, as as the big homie Big Cliff says, you could tell your smart speaker play Carolina Sports Talk. No, 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 no. He says tell your smart speaker to play Carolina, Carolina Sports, Sports Talk. Talk. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, and shout out to the big homie Big Cliff. But uh, oh, he just texted me too. He just spoke him up. But yeah, um, y'all can y'all can always check out any wherever you see find your podcast at. Um, check out Carolina Sports Talk every Wednesday. Okay, man, y'all know where to find the damn thought guy, man. Every Wednesday on the Kane is Able podcast, where we talk about all the shit everybody else scared to talk about. I gotta get your own name, man. Oh yeah, I, I gotta get you on there, man. But yeah, every Wednesday, man, the Candace Able Podcast. You can find me on Facebook at Hennessy Black, Instagram and Twitter underscore Hennessy Black with two C's. Um, yeah, and you can also email me at CandaceAblePod at gmail dot com. Uh, Preach underscore BP. Um, let us know what you think about uh, what's the show called? Winning time. Oh, we, we own this city. Yeah, we own this city. DJ Blaze Show at gmail dot com. Uh, follow the show on social media, uh, DJ Blaze Show, or like. Us on Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show. Uh, thank y'all for listening. We, I'll try to have. We'll, I'll talk to the guys about episode five sometime this week, maybe tomorrow if niggas off. 
Niggas niggas definitely off And free Um, But yeah y'all It's your boy Be Easy Your boy Kane Your main man DJ High Star And we out Listen, what have you asked this?